The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. Stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not, not lose. lose. I'm a bad man. I shook up the world. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. He is a DB of the show, and we are black in sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, we're bringing you inside the locker room where we talk about the topics in and around the game. And today, we're going to give you that final wrap up. Of the NBA bubble. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. So, man, the bubble was a success. And I mean that from just a COVID success, man. Um, to have no, I mean, no COVID test. Like, there's a all, I think every bubble, maybe except, what was it, the NHL? I'm not even sure if they had it, but to have no COVID test. And, you know, we was going in this shit before, like, man, this ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> and, you know, what our major, major thing was, like, yo, how the side chick's going to be a part of this, right? <laughs> but yeah. to go through it and not have any issues, reduce all of the teams, then bring the families in, right? Because they did it, like, after they got to a certain number, they started bringing their families and those that chose to bring their families in. Right. No COVID test. I mean, that's a win in itself, man. It's shocking. It's, uh, it's unbelievable, and I, I guess it's great respects to the NBA and uh, NBA uh, Players Association and the players themselves for laying out the plan and following the plan and executing the plan uh, to a T to the point where, um, to your point, there's there was no you know positive test. It was all positive news in the bubble. A little play on words. I see you. I mean, I'm learning from the best, EJ. <laughs> no, but so that I mean, that's just kind of like you're starting off when. So let's get into the game because that's, you know, the, 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 the coup de gras, right? The final, the wrap up. So we'll get into that and then we'll get into some other things. So Lakers heat as your finals team. Mm-hmm. No one saw this. I don't care. No one, but maybe Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. He saw no, it. Apparently. He saw it. He, hey, he was telling you why he's making them lattes in, in the joint. Like, yo, I'm going to make these lattes at $20 a cup. <laughs> I'm going to come up on that. Right. And I'm about to go home with this Larry OB. Right. So no one thought that. A lot of people kind of had it, it was it was it was a, a LA team that everybody thought was going to win it, but it was Baby Bro Clippers, right? That's what the favorites were out. Even when right. Lou Wing was getting you know getting them wings, right? right. They still <laughs> thought it was going to be him. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. That's a word for it. Um, how it all played out. Not necessarily surprised that the Lakers were there, but to your point, you know, I think the Heat were the fifth seed in the East, and we always say the East is kind of like the little brothers of the West. Correct. Uh, So to be the fifth seed and not come from, you know, uh, low expectations and to be in the NBA Finals was like, it it just made 2020 just kind of, it was like the 2020 thing that the Heat were there. That is a 2020 thing, yes. Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to do this uh, <laughs> Mike Pence a little bit. Let me back up to the first question a little bit because I'm thinking of something now. Okay. But the bubble, I think it works for the NBA so successful because it almost plays into, like, how the NBA is built. They're they're Ooh, like – Get deep on me. Okay. Built on narrative, kind of. And 
for me, is like the bubble almost plays into this. Like, you don't really know what's in the bubble, but it plays into the whole storyline. Like, the mm. bubble's near, and there's a bubble MVP, and this is what this dude said to who had, in the bubble, and oh, this dude is FaceTiming with, you know, Russell Westbrook or this in the bubble. Like, it just plays into their to their whole narrative okay. and how they kind of function their league for right. a little bit. And I think that's I probably also made it successful a little bit because it just plays into that narrative. Gave them a storyline for out the whole thing, right? The NBA is like God and like my mom used to always watch God and like our stories, your stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, black people don't watch soaps; so they watch their stories. If you, you know, <laughs> correct. And I think the NBA is like you know it, days it, of our lives, homie. It's General Hospital <laughs> as the world turns. <laughs> we keep going, Dynasty, whatever. Yeah, I, I stopped at General Hospital, <laughs> God and like, but yeah, yeah. I think it just played. I think it just played into uh, their whole kind of their, their script a little bit. No, little I, bit. I dig that. So yeah. back to kind of that matchup, right? So um, every, the people thought it was going to be a sweep once we got to those yeah. <laughs> those two teams. Right. Um, but uh, Jimmy East World wasn't having it, man. He kind of pushed it to, to five. I thought it would be five. I thought it was going to be five, right? Yeah. I thought they were just going to give him a game just for, you know, GP. Yeah. Because, you know, LeBron was fighting uh, the last dance, so he needed to stay on TV as long as he could be. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, Let's, let me push it one more. <laughs> You know, so Unless I thought it was going to be five. Right? Unless yeah. you have one, because I ain't going to disrespect you. Like, I got love for the Heat, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do you like that. And then, you know, it ended up going six, which we actually had someone on our show the other day that thought it was going to go six. So, And he was, he was very uh, he was very uh, accurate and true. He's almost like a uh, fortune teller with that, because I, I didn't think that. And I thought, it, I, I thought at the beginning of the series, it was going to be a sweep just like you uh-huh. for one simple reason. There was one player in the whole series that no matter what he does will never be in foul trouble, and that player played for the Los Angeles Lakers. No matter what this player does, and you guys can listen and can think about who that player is, but there is one person that no matter who he runs over, who he <laughs> slaps, how he goes down the lane, he's not going to be – he's going to have two fouls at the end of the game, and nobody else in the series is like that. So who would that be? LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. I should have definitely had that drop ready for this show. There's going to be a lot of that. So let's just jump. We could jump back and forth between these two topics, yeah. man. So, like I said, the game, you, you could go back and forth through scenarios. But, you know, you got to 17, 17 what, championship for the Lakers, right? They just yep. got that 17th title. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congratulations to the, the Lakers, the Lake show. Um, you know, they were getting a lot of – kind of questions if, if the Clippers were going to come up, you know, just the matchup and then the new boys coming into town. And, you know, so now they just uh, – Big Brother had to stand up and, you know, push Little Brother in the face. <laughs> push him in the sand and keep it pushing. But let's talk about it. You, we cannot avoid it, and I know that they're going to talk about it for as long as they can to keep the NBA in the story, right? Yeah. LeBron James and the GOAT conversation. So – they couldn't even get off the TV at the end of that without bringing that up, you know. And, you know, LeBron, he is like him or love him, hate him, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's definitely aware of it. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Super He's aware. De- like, he was, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they, after they won, he kept pacing in the back. Oh, he was rehearsing his he was speech. Re- yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I felt the same way. Yeah. This nigga was like, no, okay, I'm going to hit him. Like, nigga was like preparing to like, he's yeah. going to get on eight miles, going to rap. He's like, okay, yo, <laughs> I'm going to hit him with this. And then, yeah, so that's going to be fly, son. Okay. He he had that whole thing rehearsed when he's like, the Lakers get their respect. 
Oh yeah, that was. Did he bust get their respect? <laughs> and a damn show got to get my respect. <laughs> so I had to go with the bird man. I was looking with a bird man. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Okay, so the goat conversation yeah. is definitely going to start. And there's this conversation is like a dog chasing his tail, man. It never really goes anywhere. You know what I mean? The way you describe it. it. That's what it is, right? But he brings now some new data to the to the conversations, right? And it's a valid data. So three championships with three different teams. Yep, three finals MVPs. Three finals MVPs. Cause, right, because you could be like, well, Danny Green did the same thing, yeah. right? But yeah, <laughs> it's, you're on a team versus carrying a team and being the MVP. Yeah. So the GOAT? I, I'll answer that this way. Let's hear it. I'm going to stop hating on LeBron James as much as I have in the past for a couple reasons. Um, I remember LeBron James being a rookie in the NBA when I was a senior in high school. Okay. I remember I was in Denver, Colorado, so I remember getting tickets to the one time that he came, Cleveland came to Denver to play Melo. I had tickets to the game. Of course, Melo in the house. And I remember like, oh, you know, this is LeBron James. And he had a whole bunch of, like, you know, narrative behind him at that point. Obviously, he's the number one pick. I saw a game of him in high school, a couple of games in high school, so I was aware of who LeBron James was already prior to him getting there. But to still think that LeBron James then is still, like, LeBron James now is incredible. Like I, from Give, a lot has happened. Okay. For him to be and at that point when he came in the league, he was already probably a top 20 player, if not the, you know, in in the NBA for right. just being the number one overall pick. Fast forward to 2020, he's 35, 36 and he's still one of the top players. LeBron James. Like, a lot has happened since then. Like, Kevin Garnett, like, the game has changed. Like, Tim Duncan was in his prime when LeBron came in. Kevin Garnett was in his prime. The game, the actual game, the way you play the, basketball the structure has changed. changed. Like, now, <laughs> fast forward now, there's, like, a bunch of guards. And Steph Curry has a big, you know, influence on the game and how people play. The one common denominator through that whole time is LeBron, LeBron James. James. And it's not like he's just... Been on a roster, he's like been the dude the. for that long. So I, I'm going to lay off. Le, I'm going to give him his damn respect, as he would say. I like it because respect is needed. Or is, is is much has been earned and much has been should be given to to LeBron James. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached a milestone with MH. You know he's he's experiencing some growth in his life. Uh-oh, here we go. Here come the butt. No, no. <laughs> He's experienced I'm going to tell you why. Life. I'm going to get to this little story of why I was like, you know what? LeBron James, I'm going to respect him. Please put some respect on it, man. Give 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 us a reason. I like to think I'm still in shape. I like to still think I'm an athlete, okay. although I'm way past my prime. And basketball has a way of ch- telling you you're past your prime. Okay. So I'm playing pickup. This is probably about a week ago. <laughs> okay. A little bit of a story. Uh-huh. And I there's a couple phases of styles of pickup. There's that, you know, the young pickup where it's just like you go one-on-one, it's a bunch of young athletes. 
there's an old head pickup where it's like executing and not so much body movement, but just executing something. Right. <laughs> Running the plays. Correct. <laughs> and then there's that like real advanced, you know, pickup where it's like ex hoopers and stuff like that that can actually play, right? So I, I don't know where I was in one of the pickups, <laughs> but I was in this young pickup. So everybody on the court was from 16 to 21 years old or something like that. All right. And the dude I was guarding was really going at me like hard. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, we just, you know, competing. Like, I'm, I love this adrenaline part. Absolutely. But after the game is over, when you have that time of reflection, <laughs> I sat down and I thought, yo, he was really going at me. And I thought about this time back to 03 when I was a senior in high school. If I ever played with an old head on the court. You went after him? Bro, I'm trying to take see the dust come out his knees. <laughs> like, I'm trying to see him stumble. Like, I'm going to go at him. I'm going to make sure he goes plays racquetball for the rest of his existence and right. I'll come on the court with the young heads again. Right. Fast forward. So now I said, oh, I'm old. And then when I asked the old question <laughs> – you play ball somewhere to the young dude. Where you play ball at? Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just graduated high school. And I'm like, dang, they make them like you. Like, <laughs> So I found out I'm old at that you, point. You're the old head. So with that level of LeBron being the old head. LeBron is legit an old head, mm-hmm. but he's he's still that dude. He's letting them know. Like, you could come. Yeah, you. I mean, it's fine, young Tyler Hero. Like, <laughs> right. you here. You can walk over. Yeah. <laughs> but you limp back. <laughs> But just gray in my beard, I'm still I'm still that dude. So, you know, LeBron James, I'm gonna lay off you a little bit. I, mean, I guess that's just fair warning for Bronny. Like when you come up in here, Daddy's still gonna tap that. <laughs> I ain't gonna yeah, let you, you win. Got, yeah, <laughs> you got you. You, st- you think Bronny's ever beat him one on one? Never. LeBron ain't having that. Hey, that's see that's gotta be a that's gotta be like some mental trauma to a 16 to 17 year old that. I done beat my pop one on one. All his homeboys would probably beat his pop. Like, I wouldn't say all, because you know you ain't you you ain't letting them win. At again. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't letting them win. Uh you might not try to let him win. You might end the game early, but at 16, 17 year old, legit hooper, he's probably gonna beat his pops. But Bronny ain't gonna Bronny's not gonna beat his pops till he's about twenty eight. If right. he ever's gonna beat his pops. <laughs> I don't think it's coming anytime soon. That's mental trauma. That's definitely mental trauma. So, I, I right. might smoke to that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, there it is, giving LeBron some of his respect. You know, he's definitely done some things. And honestly, we'll leave that GOAT talk to you guys because it's probably going to be debated for a very long time. Right. And, it's the, and it's their narrative offseason so they can stay relevant. You know, they always look for a story or things to stay relevant. But, um, you know, we did talk a little bit about um, kind of bubble winners, right? Yeah. And there were some true, like, winners when you, like, look over the whole thing of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. Disney, definitely. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> a bubble winner. For sure. Because Vegas was a loser. We were supposed to be a, <laughs> the bubble city, right? Yeah. Um, the maid, right? She got that uh, that tip from your boy. Oh, uh, God, why his name just leave my head? Because it did the same thing to me. That's us getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so she got the so she got the tip. Um Russ, uh, no, was it Westbrook? Yeah, it was Westbrook. It was Westbrook. That yep. tip tip. Yep. And then um an update. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. I mean, he was a winner. I mean, they didn't think he was gonna make it. For sure. And or his coffee his coffee business is booming. Booming. <laughs> I mean he was selling twenty dollar coffees, though. 
He's actually selling them. He selling. said everybody could afford them there. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and then, of course, I would say LeBron James was definitely a winner. Okay. In, in the bubble. I like that list. Um, just looking at the timing and just the way things happen, right? Like, not saying they wouldn't have beat the Clippers, but it's it's nice that he had to go against them. <laughs> right? Thank Jokic for that. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. But no, so just overall, like the the bubble seemed to have some winners, man. That's a good list. I don't even think I could add to that list. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think off the top of my head of anybody else that potentially is one. I think like a guy like, uh, you know, uh, Jamal Murray or somebody like that. That's probably uh, somewhat of a known name now. Before he was just kind of just Jamal Murray, and then like a guy like Devin Booker who didn't actually make yeah the playoffs, but they actually like. See him as a legit, legit like team leader, I guess, because the Suns played all right in the bubble. I think that was that was cool. And I think you know a, a dark horse in a winner in this. Let's get your opinion. Is Kyrie Irving? Oh my gosh, the world is not flat, man. He can't be a winner, <laughs> man. I mean, how did he win? Because it wasn't him. <laughs> he didn't get. He, he didn't get Nash. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so he, he, how did he win? Because the, he he said. Early on, that we, should, we, should, we shouldn't be playing, right? Right. And then there was a moment uh, for le- legitimate reasons when we we talked about on a previous episode where sports shut down again, so, again, right? Right. Um. So I'm sure uh, somewhere I mean, that he's somewhere he's probably edging. validated. Like Ooh. I said this earlier. Uh. I'm a little valid. I, I've said, I said, I literally said this before we even started the bubble. I can't ride with you on that one. I think that all the flat earthers are saying like, yeah, you know what, Miles, you have a point. But I don't, I don't see him being vindicated anywhere. What? And LeBron won without him? <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> he, he literally just cared that somebody brought him back up in the conversation like, oh yeah, Kyrie did say this earlier. And he, Kyrie already said, start their own league as well. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I, again, to your Steve Nash point, he already said it. We don't got a coach. We just kind of like. Just, right. We don't need coaches. <laughs> so, we just got him off a of GP. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a winner. He's a dark. He's an intercontinental champion. He might not be the heavyweight champion. Okay, like, okay. wrestling day. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll give him that. <laughs> we'll give him that. The flat, flat earth people champ. Um, oh, I got one from a business side, too, okay. again. Coors. Okay. They definitely like the Coors fan. Like you had to get a Coors to get on the screen to be a fan. Kind of with that Microsoft Teams or whatever. Yeah, man. And then you had to. Oh, and then in the locker room when they showed like the champagne, like instead of champagne, they made the Coors like spray bottles. Like Coors tried to make a little come up, man. Okay. That is a winner. That That, that definitely is a winner. You know, I'm not going to drink any Coors, but hey. Um, we always talk about this awareness, right? They was yeah, out there. They were. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good one. All right. So moving on from winners, man, we definitely talk about like the future, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things that we saw and we, that, that happened in the bubble. So let's just talk about just, you know, a few of them. Um, and let's talk about them from a perspective of what stays and what goes. Yeah. Is there anything that jumps out when I say that to you? So one thing that stays to me is uh, there was a lot of unique camera angles and you had different kind of oh, options when you were watching, watching the game. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you could really hear the conversation behind the court, obviously, because there was no fans there. Right. 
and you can kind of see it above the basket and it, it, or on the, you know, like a sideline type of view. And I think it gave a unique perspective to the fan uh, that you don't ne- necessarily have in the regular broadcast view. So I think that that portion stays. Okay. And I mean, I like also with the transparency, like when the refs come up, they're mic'd. So you hear like, oh, hey, yep. we're exactly. checking the file. It's the da-da-da. Exactly. And then after they review it, they're like, hey, side out, da 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 Like, exactly. I like that. I think number two, Chris Webber being as far away from the court as possible <laughs> when he's doing <laughs> He's doing this uh, color analyst. I think that's making up shit. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about who's checking who and going into long narratives. Yep, I think I think that's going to stay. And a weird thing that I think is going to stay—not necessarily a weird thing—but you know, the NBA always has tried to reinvent itself. Yep, and they have mentioned a few years back about having like a mid-season tournament or something something similar to like what international soccer does oh like a play-in like, a, and, like, a, and like some, some kind of weird ranking cup or something like they, that yeah i wonder if they take what they've learned from the bubble and say okay. like here here's 10 teams we'll put them in this little isolated whatever unit is for kind of like an aau type feel to right. it and then this will be our like mid-season tournament or you know secondary playoffs or wherever they want to call it I wonder if they take information from that and say, okay, this we have some data that this legit works. This will work and, and put something together. Exactly. No, I think that it makes sense. Um, and just depending on the timing, it's always the timing, right? Because, right. like, you know, the Shield has been wanting to do that for years, right? And they're just the data to say, hey, there's people want spring football, right? And they've been attempting and working to put that together. The difference is, like you said, from this is you would be using NBA caliber, like NBA players yeah. versus, you know. And, and it's, the, it's the whole, we go back to the nature of the game where you can see LeBron's face. You can see Jamal Murray's yep. face. You don't necessarily see uh, he hate me's face. <laughs> Rod Smart or whatever his name was. Like, so you don't you just don't see his face. No, facts. Yeah. They did a lot of uh, social injustice stuff. Yeah. I mean, like right in your face, like on the court, on the back of jerseys. So there's two perspectives from that. Right, like I think we talked about early on, just um, if they can find out how to market more, right? Because they're like, oh shit, there's a lot more space on here. Forget a lot of room on his jersey, right? Forget just a little NBA patch, like we can. (laughs) They already started testing with the other little 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 patch. Yeah, so they just approved the patch. Was that two years ago? To whatever, but anyway, but yeah, now they're like, oh man, we can write all over this one. Right, let's let's sell this ad space. But um, the social injustice messages, okay. He Adam Silva's already attempted to kind of like backpedal out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I saw that in an interview where he was like, "Hey, you know, this was something really big that the players wanted, and it was like a what they call a non-negotiable for them mm-hmm. to come back and play." So that's why I was so boom in your face. But he's already said like, you know, one of his um, examples was Black Lives Matter on the court may not be boom um, immediately. Like mm-hmm. maybe they'll do it during February or something like that or whatever. But it's just not going to be as prominent and dominant. So, I I could see that definitely going away. Okay. So do you see like uh, the statements or the things like that, alternative back of the name jersey type of things? You see that happening? Still, I think or? that's gone. That's gone too. I just don't because if you look at the the big name players, they didn't do it. Yeah, LeBron didn't. LeBron do it. didn't do it. Anthony I'm, Davis didn't do it. Anthony didn't do it. There was a couple of like Lakers that did not do that. And then I'm trying to think of some of the Heat off top. I can't, but but they didn't do the statement on the back of their jersey. So I can see that not being something that they move forward with. Let me ask you this from a business side. So the NBA is always about you know these special edition jerseys, the city jerseys. They got this, you know, this, their uniforms is all kind of a part of you know a selling thing, right? An exclusive. 
I don't know. I, I keep going to Jamal Murray. I don't know why he's so stuck in my head, but a Jamal Murray, Black Lives Matter, or whatever his statement is on the back of his jersey, and you're selling that, is that enough traction to be like, oh, that's that's a limited edition jersey? Is that enough traction for the NBA to be like, yeah, maybe maybe we'll keep this a uh, so for what? Not business? necessarily not necessarily Black Lives Matter, but just kind of any kind of statement. Oh well, yeah, I mean, because they do that, right? Like. um Mexican Independence or sometime Mexican Heritage Month, like the Lakers do, like Los Los, you know, however the, the yeah. correct thing. So they do that jersey. But for the player though to have, because it was kind of like the players' man. It was a NBA jersey, but it was definitely what the player wanted his message to be. But just like in every other sport, it was approved messages. Yeah, true. So it, it wouldn't be like so. It would be something that they do. Um, I just probably gonna, I'm not going to use that word because it's probably wrong. But they use it across the board. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like. This is my message, like, you know, LeBron has more than a vote. So it wasn't like LeBron had more than a vote hashtag on this thing. We're making a more than a vote jersey. So I don't think that that's going to get any movement. Any movement there. Yeah, I think that they'll uh, hopefully think that they can create something that's celebrating that or, or adding, you know, like, what do they do for Black History Month, right? Like, you know, I mean, they recognize it, I think, but there hasn't been like a custom jersey for anything that, that you know, I'm just trying to, do a quick recall, and I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't know. I know they put a lot of attention art. Uh, just one of their big days in the NBA season is uh, Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. And they always have special edition jerseys. Memphis always plays on that day. Atlanta always plays. They always have, like, only six games that day that are all on, like, TNT and mm-hmm. ESPN. It's almost like Christmas for them a little bit, too. So, right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they put some more power to this Black History Month. And, you know, they are the social justice league, though. I mean, they are, if any league is really for our culture, it's definitely, I mean, love-hate, it goes back and forth, too. It does go back and forth. <laughs> Stern not allowing, you know, putting the dress code and the braid things when, uh, you know, right, AI had. For a reason. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, that goes back and forth. But I just think that there will be something and there will be conversations. I just don't know how deep it is because it is a business, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, and this was something they're going to negotiate. They're going to look at what viewership was and, and how much people attack. And long as everybody's on board, they're going to roll with it. Yeah, don't ask forty five what viewership. Was. Oh boy. Well, let's not get on that. Well, hey, he brought back Big Ten football, so <laughs> you got to thank him for that. Um, all right, so fast forward, right? We've made it through this amazing bubble season. It's crazy that, like, we had so much sports and, you know, the NBA, like you said, NBA, NFL, um, NBA, PA, you know, the players, they all did great, a lot of sacrifice. But what is the future going to look like, you know? Do you think what's the timing going to look like? Because we got to have a draft. (laughs) We have to have um, a season start time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just everything's behind schedule right now. I saw – I saw, I don't know the exact date, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in November, the draft is going to happen. Oh, okay, I missed that. I think mid, I did. I saw November, it, but I forgot. I can't remember the exact date. Um, so that's interesting. A couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I saw, I heard Jalen Rose, and I think just kind of just out of just habit, he's like, oh, well, you know, this summer they're going to go back. And I'm like, it's not summer, bro. It's like, you passed that. We're we in a way whole, past that. <laughs> a whole nother uh, season. And, it has been, I think maybe LeBron said it, that this season is literally being a calendar season, the 2019-2020 season. Like, maybe a week ago is when they started preseason last year. Yes. Or 
or at least was in camp or whatever it is. Yes. So I don't know when they're going to start. I heard they're thinking of January. Well, yeah, because of course, at first everyone pushed to say, "Oh, start December, after, yeah, Christmas or whatever." Well, Christmas because that's what we used to, right? Like you right. got football and you got basketball. You get to marquee games. That'd be a great kickoff, All right? But that's like that shit's November's your draft. It's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah, you know. Yeah. With these dudes' knees, and you saw—I mean, Jimmy Butler played his ass off. He played almost Still every up. minute of the game. And you know, your face of your league is—he he gonna need some time to. He's put gonna some need some lotion time. On his, you know, hammies or something. <laughs> something. Right. You, you saw the video. He's like, "Man, this is the only game that you don't ice yourself afterwards." <laughs> man, he's such a great feeling. But think, man, you ice yourself after every game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he gonna need some ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for them to start in um, January, so do you shorten the games for this season again? Yeah. Do you um, – there's going to be a lot of uh, – what do they call it when it's not injury, but they set out the game? Uh, uh, load, load management. will be a lot of load management. For sure. So it's going to be interesting, man. It is going to be interesting. I, I feel like the NBA a little bit is kind of back to its narrative, but it's it's almost like baseball in the sense that it's – it's built around statistics and numbers, and mm-hmm. uh, so if you shorten the season, does the does the numbers or the records lose its integrity a little bit? That's kind of like part of the game a little bit when you talk about legacy is like the numbers part of it. And does that change if you shorten the season? Maybe they don't care. I don't think so, right? Because okay. like, how are you? What are you basing that off of? Like, how are you deciding that? It's because more like averages instead of pure, like, points, numbers and stuff. Correct. But those averages really are out the window when you have people that sit out and only play 50, 40 games True. or whatever. Good point. So it, it's going to be an interesting dynamic for them to decide <laughs> when they're going to start. When they finish. When they finish. You know, are they going to do a bubble again? Like, are they just going to be like, yo, you know, this shit worked. I know they said they wanted fan. I know Adam Silver said that he – Wants to have fans. They need that money, man. Yeah. That money is a, a big difference. Like, you sell more jerseys when the, uh, the kid can go to his first game and see, you know, uh, the Greek freak and, and fall in love with him then. Yeah. And then what is the off season going to look like, right, with trades and, you know, people yeah, coming gotta, back on? They got to stay relevant. They have to stay relevant. So that, like, that time frame of movement is going to be an interesting period. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. The sole focus was really to get this season done. done to, to crown James a champion was like I need. I need this month. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna bring out the last chance on me? The yeah. last dance? I mean, on me? We need to get this <laughs> we done. Need to, we need to get this done. <laughs> I know what I said about I ain't playing in front of fans, but <laughs> let me edit that. We need to get this done. <laughs> so I don't know what the next you know couple years look like. That's going to be interesting. Well, it's going to be some. Awkward stuff or, or or different before it gets back to any kind of set regiment, you know. And that's that's probably what what the society and the world in general, to a certain degree, except for football, they're playing in their time and space. <laughs> that's a good point. So you know they're going to limp through it, you know, to try to, <laughs> to try to get through it. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely going to be be different, man. So man, that's a that's a wrap on the NBA bubble, man. You got anything else for the people? Nah, uh, congratulations. As you said earlier to the Los Angeles Lakers fans, it's funny that everybody's a, a, a Lakers fan uh, now. Um, you say now? I mean, yeah, we're I here mean, in Nevada, man. That, this, that, that is the team. I mean, if you think about it. You know, Lakers fans, this is a message to you. <laughs> 
Because like me, you have disrespected LeBron James for a very long time. That is true. And now that he has brought you another champion, now you want to, you know, rub his elbows and slap die on his beard. Like, I, I don't, I'm not with that. You know what I mean? Like, you can be happy about your championship. That's cool. But you really need to put some respect on LeBron James' name. Because y'all been disrespecting him for a very, very long time. Absolutely. You're not Kobe. <laughs> You got that killer instinct like Kobe. Right. You're not Kobe. It's a, it's a sentiment. Yeah. And then he even said it, right? Well, Laker fans don't love you until you do something for yeah. him. Yeah. And it's like he still did something, but people were like, he's not Kobe. <laughs> so now y'all going to be like, oh, put 23 in the Raptors. See, I, I don't like that, man. It's about the Knicks. Knicks, it's, it's about our time. Yeah, it's about our time to end <laughs> the show on that note. We coming, baby. It's about our time. <sighs> Lakers got another one. We, it's It's time for us. It's time the, the rotation of uh, top tier franchises it's should be on the Knicks at this point. You Boston has got his resurgence. Yes. The Lakers got his resurgence. Yes. I mean, even the Browns. The Browns is good right now. I mean, it's about time. Well, it's twenty twenty, man. It's about time. Twenty twenty. Uh. Let's go. All right, I did want to since you did bring him up. Um, a lot of tributes to Kobe for that. It's kind of difficult, right? Like you do want to honor the man, and and I can only imagine what the family um, is kind of going through because he is attached to that. Um, so, what's your your feeling response on that? With all with all due respect, and this is going to sound terrible. Um, it was a tragedy. Absolutely, Kobe Bryant is all time great. My prayers are with his family. I could not imagine um, his daughters. Growing up without their dad, just kind of, I saw a picture of the little girl holding, maybe her name is Bianca, was holding a picture of Kobe pointing, saying, Daddy. And, oh, man. You know, as a father of a daughter right now, I couldn't imagine not being around uh, to see my daughter grow up, but, or even. As have a, a sister, so, either. Yeah, I, I just, I, I could, yeah, exactly, a sister. Um, but I think the Lakers, LeBron James, AD, and the rest of the crew, they won a championship. Because they won the championship. I don't want to make this a six-man and, you know, say this was Anton Tyler as, you know, a guy that was <laughs> helping them out floating, you know, with all due respect to Kobe. I think we should just, hey, you know, it was a tragedy. Kobe will always be remembered, but. It's separate. The, it's separate. Exactly. Yes. Give the respect to the Lakers and what they've done to win the championship and their their role to, to, to glory and success. And then we can acknowledge Kobe kind of separately. 100%. Yeah. Definitely agree. What's your thought? No, and, and that's why I, I guess I brought it up because that is some of the narrative that's you know being said, and kind of when you brought up the fact that like they're don't disrespect, like you're not Kobe, and they're so quick on that. You know, be thankful. Like Kobe brought and done, did excuse me so much for you guys and the organizations as right. Laker fans. Right. So be honored and thankful for that, and then we pay homage and we're moving on and we're passing grace, just like. You know, even the people that are alive, like Kareem, Magic, and all of yeah. them, they did their thing. We honor them. That was, yeah. That was them. So now we're Let in. Give, a, give LeBron and Anthony Davis, give them their legacy. And, you know, we, you know, all due respect. Love you, Kobe. We'll always, we'll never forget you. But let LeBron get his love. Let AD get his love. Let that, that Lakers team get their love. Get their they love. deserve it. No. Hey, I definitely, definitely agree with that, man. Well, speaking of love, man, we love you guys for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, you know, please share it. We are, are um, Black in Sports on all your social media platforms. If you're on YouTube, definitely hit that like button. Um, 
We're on all podcast platforms. So please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah. 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 Assuming yeah. I'm rooting for everybody that's black Smack bouts and racks on handmade new rags Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.